All right, today is December 6th, and I'm going to be starting off my end of the year lists by talking about albums uh, in no specific order that I enjoyed a lot this year but did not make the cut for my top 50 albums. I'll be breaking this up into two segments today. Uh, the two are that there are eight new albums that I'm going to be talking about as well as six compilation live or posthumous albums that are on this list. So let's get right into my honorable mention list for this year. We'll be starting off with the newer albums I enjoyed a lot this year. Uh, first off, You Can't Sit With Us by Pivot Gang. Uh, goofy lyrics and watery production highlights the first album by the new Chicago collective Pivot Gang. The album does flow very well and has some standout songs in Colbert and Modern Combat, as well as some funnier, more lighthearted songs in Edward Scissorhands and Mathematics. Saba, the group's de facto leader, shows a lot of growth and continues to be better, in my opinion, in his collaborations than he does when he makes standalone music. Uh, the group shows a pretty strong potential, but with a lot of room to grow. Next up is Hi, This Is Flume, uh, the mixtape by Flume. Uh, with this new album, or again, mixtape as he calls it, Flume really does step out of his comfort zone of his normal collaborations with pop singers and his mainstream-friendly EDM beats. Uh, Flume collabs with more experimental artists on this mixtape, such as Sophie, Epram, and JPEG Mafia, as well as other up-and-coming, more exciting artists such as Slow Tie. Uh, Flume brings together a pretty well-crafted set of songs that are much more exciting and much more uh, experimental and unpredictable than his previous work, but it does come off as him buying into the changing EDM scene that is uh, heavy with bubblegum bass and PC music uh, instead of him really making his own way with this new sound. Uh, I would be surprised if he continued uh, in this fashion with his next record, but I hope that he starts to come in more on his own as an experimental as opposed to mainstream artist. Uh, next up is The Sailor by Rich Brian. I would say The Sailor is Rich Brian's most defined and easily uh, most mature work to date. With only three features through 12 songs, uh, including RZA and Joji, Rich Brian flexes his ability to carry a track alone, uh, something that I would say he struggled with on his previous releases. Uh, the highs on this album, such as Drive Safe, Kids, and even Where Did this The Time Go, are very high, uh, but the rest of the tracks are pretty mediocre and pale in comparison. Uh, nonetheless, this is a good and promising listen. Next album is This Is How You Smile by Elado Negro. Uh, singer, songwriter, ambient pop artist uh, Roberto Carlos Lang under the moniker Elado Negro comes through with the best ambient pop album of the year. Uh, Lang creates simple, beautiful, all-encompassing soundscapes that are perfect for early mornings and late nights. Uh, the song Please Won't Please is one of the most beautiful songs of the year. Uh, the album flows very well. But it is hard at some times to really differentiate between the songs, which I will say adds to the cathartic nature of the album, but in another way takes away from the uniqueness of the tracks, which in my opinion are a lot better if you listen to them in isolated scenarios. Next album <laughs> uh, is A Thousand Gex by A Hundred Gex. Uh, if you've heard this album, I don't know. I, really, I just don't, really don't know what to say about this album. 
I don't know, out there producer from left field, Dylan Brady and Lauren Less, the, I don't know, songwriter, singer, multi-instrumentalist, semi-producer, I guess, uh, two very talented individuals come together to create the most absurd collections of songs this year. Uh, they take from PC music, bubblegum bass, industrial EDM, rock, pop, uh, and even ska. There's a ska song about a horse and losing money because the horse doesn't win the race. Uh, the duo genre mashes without effectively genre bending. Uh, they take a lot from their influences, but don't take a lot of risks from uh, those influences, which are worn very much on their sleeves. Uh, the album is comedic in kind of a nonsensical and ironic way. Uh, it's not for everyone, but it is a very fun listen. The next album is the debut studio album by Injury Reserve, the self-titled release. Uh, it comes off to me as just a little muddled and a little confused, uh, especially considering their transition from uh, their underground popularity uh, all the way to their mainstream label appeal. Uh, this is most apparent to me in their track listing, which has 10 features, something that is not typical for the group. Uh, however, they do put together a strong, uh, some strong tracks that cover a wide array of topics from uh, an, uh, an ironic take on the creative process as it relates to rap music, as well as a nostalgic look back on their uh, hectic year. The album takes some step forwards, some steps forward for the group, uh, but they also lo lose a little of their unique spark in the transition. Uh, the next album is Closer to Grey by Chromatics. Uh, synth pop group Chromatics, they really, they really hyped this album up. And although it did not disappoint, it didn't fully live up to the hype they had built for it. Uh, the album's weakest point is the opening track, which is a cover of The Sound of Silence. Uh, as most covers are, it comes off obviously derivative, but it also seems a little whiny. Uh, they don't take a lot of liberties in this cover, which isn't something I like to see out of covers. I like to see them taking risks and really showing their interpretation of the song, which they don't really do here. Uh, but excluding the album opener, from there on out, the group delivers very consistent, moody synth-pop bangers. Uh, the group, again, doesn't take many risks, and the album really stylistically, thematically, production-wise, isn't much of a step up from their previous work, but I will say that is the strongest, most consistent album in their discography. Uh, the final record I'm going to be talking about uh, from the newer original albums this year is We Are Not Your Kind by Slipknot. Five years after their last studio album, five years, uh, Slipknot released, uh, in my opinion, another new metal staple. They incorporate newer metal aesthetics uh, as uh, along with their classic percussion-heavy production in their songs. Uh, we Are Not Your Kind is an energetic, uh, fun listen, but again, it's really nothing overly new from the group. Now I'm going to be talking about... The albums that were compilation albums, live album, posthumous releases uh, that I think are worth mentioning this year, but due to the nature of their release, will not make it to my year-end list. Uh, first up is the live album Commit Yourself Completely by Car Seat Headrest. Uh, what's really unique about this album is that it takes nine songs from 50-some uh, different live shows over the course of their 2018 tour and recreates 
the best possible performance of each song uh, to create the perfect set list and the perfect show. Uh, Car Seat Headrest, well known for intimate uh, yet energetic live shows, really lives up to their, or rather his, Will Toledo's uh, reputation and shows comfort performing, loud, exciting songs like Destroyed by Hippie Powers, uh, as well as longer, more concept-driven songs like Cosmic Powers, even to uh, more quiet covers like their cover of Ivy by Frank Ocean, really without missing a beat. They perfectly recreate uh, the atmosphere of their live shows uh, without losing anything in the transition from live to recording. The next album I'm going to be talking about is Electric Lady Sessions by LCD Sound System. Uh, as the title would suggest, this was recorded in the famous Electric Lady studio in New York. Uh, LCD Sound System comes through with a collection of um, mostly just their best songs off of their newest album, American Dream, from 2017, uh, but as well as some odd cuts from other albums, such as fan favorite Get Innocuous. Uh, the album is capped with a cover of the cult classic we Don't Need This Fascist Groove Thing by Heaven17. They put their own little twist on it, and the album is a fun listen, uh, but nothing incredibly exciting from the seasoned new disco vets, uh, especially since the album is just a live recording in a studio as opposed to a live recording uh, in a concert. The next live recording album, and the final solely live recording album, is A Beautiful Thing, uh, Idols Live at Le Bataclan uh, in France. Idols, uh, I think one of the most exciting live performers in rock today, uh, released A Beautiful Thing, uh, a recording from one of the most iconic European venues for music. There have been some very famous shows by Lou Reed, as well as the Velvet Underground, uh, and other artists from that scene performed there uh, earlier on in their career. Idols come, uh, the group's live energy comes through just as strong in the recording, uh, the visual or audio recording, as they do uh, when you watch live recordings of their shows. Uh, in short, the album is very fun, very crazy. Uh, this next album is a compilation album by not really rock icons, but uh, rock anomalies almost, uh, the replacements. The album Dead Man's Pop would be good for you if you like rambunctious, drunk live performances from the University of Wisconsin at Milwaukee, uh, remixes of 80s grunge pop and unreleased songs that have features from Tom Waits. Yes, Tom Waits was collaborating with The Replacements. Uh, you would love this collaboration uh, compilation album from The Replacements. Uh, Dead Man's Pop is really a mixed bag of different recordings from one of the wildest bands in the history of rock. Uh, it's a lot of fun, but it's not for one sitting since the album comes out at 3 hours and 42 minutes. Originals by Prince, the next album. I will say Originals, uh, although it is far from Prince's best music, it does allow for a look into his very secretive, selective... Uh, unreleased catalog, uh, as well as different versions of iconic songs like his cover of Nothing Compares to You. It does, however, feel a little wrong to hear these unreleased songs, though, since Prince based his entire career around his individuality uh, and selectivity, uh, and he really didn't like streaming services at the end of his career, and he always wanted it to be more of a personal experience coming from artist directly to uh, the listener. Uh, I will say, though, 
<clears throat> they still bang. Um, and the last album I'm going to be talking about today is Leak, uh, Leak 0413, April 13th. Yeah, Leak April 13th, Bait Ones uh, by Jai Paul. If you don't know anything about Jai Paul, you really should look him up. It's a very interesting story. Uh, he released a few singles that got universal critical acclaim upon their release uh, and then began working on his debut album, which was leaked. And as soon as it was leaked, Jai Paul went into hiding, essentially not releasing any music, fully out of the public eye for a full six years. And six years after those demos leaked, yes, six whole years, they are finally finally available on streaming services. Uh, this And even after those six years, this album is still just as exciting and just as innovative as it was when it first came out. Despite the fact that most of the tracks are unfinished and some unedited uh, and uncut uh, completely since the original leak, they are still incredibly fun. Songs like Genevieve, 100,000, uh, and Straight Out of Mumbai are some of the best alternative R&B and pop songs of obviously not just this year, but of 2013 as well. Uh, the songs feature synth riffs and production that was wildly ahead of its, of its time and is still ahead of its time today. Uh, this album is one of the best alternative R&B albums really of all time and helped pave the way for many popular motifs in the industry today. Uh, you really should check out this album. It's a lot of fun and it's definitely worth listening to despite the fact that it came out well, didn't really come out, but was leaked six years ago. Uh, that is really all I have to say about my honorable mention albums. A uh, week from today, on December 13th, I will be putting out my list of my top 50 albums, but only from 50 to 26. So stay tuned for December 13th.